0: back to you, fold in the cheese it is your boy k troll on the mic and it is super bowl week super bowl week let's go this is the week of the year and i am joined today to capture all the magic of super bowl week by the don billingsley to my Booby miles hey, Billingsley,
1: you ain't gotta worry about holding on to the ball man what's that because you ain't gonna get the ball your job is to be blocking for Booby. I don't care if your daddy
0: is over there crying. Shut up, do you? <gasps> our team's been playing with each other for a long time. Friday Night Lights, that's right. Ethan, Gillespie. what's happening? <laughs> Friday, Friday Night Lights, yes.
1: I like you just said it's the week, like the week of something. No, just just the week. This is this the is
0: the week. week. Yes. Period. If you know, you know. <laughs>
1: if you don't know, now you know.
0: I Y K Y K.
1: Just don't do the letter K, as you've learned. That is very insulting.
0: Uh, indeed. I did learn that. Tell the, tell the fine pe- people about that real quick, because I wasn't well, aware of this and we probably need to alert everyone who's listening to this. To that's this. I'm over. Not, I'm not aware of.
1: Well, that's over like 30. Let's be honest, because if I guess if you're under 30, you probably realize this, but I actually learned this from my wife. I did not know this at first, but, uh, I guess the kids nowadays, if you're, you know, you're texting back and forth and said, Hey, uh, I'll meet you at the store in five minutes. If you just reply with the letter K that's like basically just a big old "fu" to the face, which I did not realize until my wife told me I was like, Oh, okay. So I, I literally made an effort just to add in the, O. I was like, okay. Like just would end any of my text streams. So I'd just be texting you Kemper for like the longest time. Like, Hey, uh, you want to, you know, hop on a zoom and, and start working some stuff out. "K," huh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's not like, oh, me, but that's fine. I right, not right, I'm I'm even don't yell. Jeez. <laughs> like, Ouch. So, yeah, I kind of let you go on with that for a few months at least. And I was like, hey, just so you know, uh, I know you're not mad at me, but if you're ever texting anyone else, don't <laughs> yeah. just reply with Kay.
0: <laughs> I've been very, very conscious of that ever since. And it's yeah. like, like a, it's like a, you know, explosion in my mind because I've done that for years. And I what, what makes me really think back is I managed people who were in their early 20s, and I'm just one, I'm like, they're just throwing K's out there. <laughs> all the time, you know? I'm like, man, I wish I knew that earlier, you know? Man, you wonder why you had so much
1: turnover on your team. You just So much turnover. <laughs> so much. You're just swearing at all your teammates. That's great. Good job. Uh,
0: I have historically had the least turnover of all. Just saying. Just um, saying. I'm your favorite president. Uh, better than Washington. Better than Lincoln. Oh, gosh. That's me. That's you. Very good. Yep. Easy there, DT. But easy anyway. there, DT. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Don't say yeah. just K as a response whenever you want to say OK. And okay. I feel like it looks kind of dumb writing O and K. I just think K is much quicker and easier. And it's a one letter. It's a doot, doot, send, you know. but Right.
1: That was under that was my interpretation as well. Just the easy one letter, bing, main. But nope. Got to do the other half seconds. Put the O in front of it. Or... Now
0: I just do thumbs up sometimes. I'm just like thumbs up icon. Got That's it. True.
1: I don't, it's funny. I either respond in words or gifs. I don't do emojis. So like, like I don't, it's either gif or gif, whatever the hell. I don't care. Gif, GIF meme or, uh,
0: or words. So I don't True. do, I do, do use emojis. The, I do use the giphy a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I've gotten way more into the emojis recently. I find myself using them pretty frequently.
1: I have noticed that actually you gave me this, this face though the The eyes wide open, like (laughs) that face this morning. I was like, "Let's talk
0: through what your favorites are currently, real quick."
1: I don't have have on your emojis, so I don't really have on your frequently used. Well, that's a little deceiving because my son will just grab it and just send thirty emojis to whoever. So So, the emoji is on there. All right, let's see. Most recent, frequently (laughs) used. Actually, a couple of these I did send to you, so I I take it back. Oh, diamond. Oh well. There's the diamond, the DNA strand, a battery, a football, and mind
0: blown. Those are the top five. (laughs) Top five. Those are like mostly all trading card references. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I've got I've got a ton. I've got
1: like well, I mean I I have have like 30 or whatever. 30. I just went with top five. I just went down the first
0: line. The first line is your first top five? Yeah. I have the sideways laughing, crying face, which I use <laughs> a lot. You do use that one a lot. I do like that one because I'm always like.
1: <laughs> 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 These um, are the tears coming out?
0: Like, <laughs> squirting out of my eyes. I've got the thumbs up is number two. I use that a lot. Yep. The face palm. I'm a big face palmer. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, then I have the wide eyed like. Oh, and then I've got the shrug. The I don't
1: know. I don't know. You go for like full body emojis because the face palm is a full body. The shrug yeah. is a full
0: body. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I like to give it my all.
1: I guess so. What can I say? Okay. Okay. I can go all in. But so, yeah, I'm a gift guy through and through. I will always respond. I could literally hold a text conversation with just gifts. I think I, I think you and I could for sure. Yeah. Like I feel like I might it. try that as a challenge one day. Like if anybody texts me, only a gift replies. That's all they get. Only
0: gift replies. <laughs> yeah. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. Yes. Okay. Um, so, speaking of gifts, the Super Bowl is this week.
1: <laughs> Great transition. I don't know. Could have been um, like No, we
0: want to talk today, and we've done this before, but for our new listeners and to recap and just let you all in on the personal lives, all the nostalgia, we want to talk about some of our Super Bowl traditions and our favorite memories. We're going to revisit the league-winning rosters that you forgot that we made at the beginning of the season and see how that panned out for us. Kind of interesting, um, and then you know, <laughs> not so we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, just a lot of prep work. You know, again, it's
1: the week, so obviously there it's was the no games. Although, did you watch the Pro Bowl at all?
0: I watched a little bit of the Pro Bowl. I watched hey. the skills challenge, dodgeball. I saw dodgeball. Okay. Um, I saw okay. the golf, the long drive challenge as well. Which I don't get, but okay. Hey, why not? I actually, I love that they do a skills challenge like that. I think that's kind of fun, I and mean, you get points for it. as a team. The, I? Once again, I did not see anything live. And yes, I guess,
1: as I found out, the last YouTube <laughs> clip I watched was a Matt year Jones old. Mac Jones picked a Darius Slate. <laughs> I was like, yeah, why is he there? Uh, so anyway, I actually did see one from this year, and it was the quarterback skills competition. Derek Carr lit that shit up, man. He's like, hey, if this is going to be my last time here, I'm going to light
0: it up. I love his comment. He said some comment like, they're like, you were on fire today. He's like, yeah, in this in this building. And he's like, yeah, I mean. Obviously, I uh, wish I'd been on fire more in this building. Yeah, so like, I, guess I didn't do it enough. <laughs> uh, so yeah,
1: that was good for him. I like, I like the fact uh, that he was a good sport about it because that's that's pretty rough. Uh, leading up to the skills and even to the Pro Bowl, I was reading that the Raiders might cut Derek Carr prior to the Pro Bowl because there was some clause in his contract that like if he gets injured in the Pro Bowl, his get his salary for next season is guaranteed. So like, oh god. <laughs>
0: That would be wild if in flag football. Hey, he right. can get mallet finger. That's a very common flag football My, injury.
1: Miles Garrett dislocated his toe. So there you go. That was no bueno. Yeah, but well, I yeah. did. So again, I didn't watch it, but I did watch some YouTube clips and uh, I did see Tyree Hill get trucked by Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> I did not see that. You I did. didn't see hardly any of the game. So Devontae Adams was going for the end zone. And he saw Ramsey was coming down on him. So he quickly, they were like two yards away, pitched it back to Tyreek Hill, who was right behind him. And Jalen Ramsey's momentum was just carrying himself, didn't see Tyreek and just plowed him over. So he scored the touchdown though.
0: Oh, he made it. Oh, good. It. Yes. Go Tyreek. Cheetah. cheetah. I love man. the cheetah.
1: <laughs> okay. So, yes. So we saw the, so as again, no real football this past weekend. So it is leading up to the Super <laughs> Bowl. Uh, Man, it's just finally here. I uh, that after championship weekend, that week leading up, I feel like is the worst. Now, this is also the fun one because you get to see like the press conferences, you get to see all kind of like it leading up. Like, I think last night was Super Bowl opening night, which I think is fun, you know, just the random questions players will get. Sure. So, uh, this is the week that you kind of get geared up for it. So,
0: yeah, it's it's pumped. I'm pumped. It's You're pumped. He's pumped um yeah i'm pumped as well and i want to talk about some of our traditions and all that and i want to talk about some of our favorite memories some of the favorite games that we remember watching favorite commercials whatever it is um and see what we come up with here i think we've we've talked a lot about the food um at your super bowl experiences um i would like to mention a few of the Locales, the venues of of my Super Bowl watching days, and wow. my small town in Illinois that I grew up in. There were always a couple places that we watched. There was one for like a decade, and there was like another one for the next decade. Wow. Okay. And it was um. So you always kind of knew where you were going. That was like the big invite, you know. And okay. so we had um, the guy who owned my dad's company.
1: You're popular. We were, we were. Um, yes. No, is that from Wicked? Popular? No. Yeah, it's from Wicked. Okay, yeah, just making sure. What kind of question is that? Well, I know you're a big Broadway guy. A, I have actually seen Wicked. I saw it one time, and that's why I actually knew it.
0: So I've seen it several times. You should be proud of me. I have seen the, the um, soundtrack a million times. Um, you should be
1: proud of me. Be proud of me. Okay,
0: I guess. I'm a little disappointed. If you've seen it, then you should know. It was a while ago. But that's uh, the fact that it even popped in my head,
1: I think, speaks volumes to the impact it left. It does have a great soundtrack. It does.
0: It has an incredible soundtrack. Adina Menzel. Come on, Christian Chenoweth. Is that Christian Chenoweth? Was that she the original? She was the original. Um, Glenda. Glenda, yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> we were popular. Um, pop you who So the, the guy that from <laughs> my dad's company used to have it at his house for a while. And it was like a smaller, smaller get together, but it was always a good proper rager. And that—that's when I remember all the NFC East teams winning every year. It was always like the Redskins or the Cowboys. You're going way back. That's like late '80s, early '90s. Yeah, I mean, oh, you were born in what '85? There's no way you remembered the Redskins winning. Sure, man. I remember. I remember them being in it. I remember them being relevant. I remember all of those years. It was Redskins, Giants, Cowboys were always.
1: Giants were the early '90s. Like '91, like '90, '91, '92 ish. Two of those were in there. Cowboys last one in 95 or 96, 96.
0: Uh, Yeah. Okay. Let me just, you know what? You just go ahead and talk. I'm just going to pull up the Google and we'll just, we'll just. All I'm
1: saying is if you remember the Redskins winning, there's no way it was later than 92. ah, Granted, there's like a three-year gap. I'm not sure. 94, 95 were the Niners where they beat the Chargers. Then the Cowboys beat the Steelers. So that was like 95. And again, the Giants were 90-91. How about but that? the Redskins were ninety two.
0: Yeah, they beat Buffalo in one that's of the Buffalo. Be, okay, I was the second they, Buffalo loss. They snuck. Yeah, when
1: Buffalo made it four times. I was gonna say if you said AFC East because it was just the Bills for
0: four straight years. Yeah, it always was only the Bills. <laughs> so the Bills lost to the Giants, the Redskins, and then Dallas twice in a row. Twice, yeah, that's that was kicker twice. So that's like a row. heyday, you know. It's like 91, 92. 90, it's like first grade, second grade. Of course, I remember that. That's like. Okay. When I started really understanding what it was, you know? Yeah. San Francisco I mean, Super Bowls, like, I, was, I remember the Bengals. I remember the Icky Shuffle. I remember loving Icky, Icky Woods. Wow. So I kind of like, remember that, but okay. that was, like, 90, you know? Yeah. 89, 90. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, way sooner than me, as I said, my first memory was of the, the 49ers Super Bowl when they beat the Chargers, and that's where my love for Steve Young uh, originated. So, yeah, I mean, I honestly don't remember prior to
0: that. Well, then, then you're just dumb. Yeah. It doesn't make it yeah. impossible that I can remember. It just makes you dumb. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Okay. Um, yes, you
1: can also just say, okay. Uh, okay. But yeah, we didn't really have too many like big traditions. Like my mom and dad were like, they would watch it, but not too in tune, but they knew I liked it. So they would get all into it. And so my mom was always big on snacks and the little appetizer stuff. So she would always make the the platters, but that's where... Little hot dogs were born, and that's why that's I true. will always have. Whenever I'm invited to any party, whether it be a, a bourbon party, a pajama party, a pizza
0: party, Pokemon party, bring party, I'm bringing little,
1: hot dogs. I'll always bring little hot
0: dogs. think <laughs> it's the pizza that, party. I brought the I brought the pigs and blanket. I brought the
1: pigs and blanket. This is this is what you need. So yes, that's uh, that's what I will be bringing this year as well.
0: So you're very popular. Yeah. You're very popular. Got invited to a party in your neighborhood. So you'll be bringing yeah, pick some like blanket. I will be. So I'm very good. About that. I always statement. remember that as well. I was. um. So I think it's one of the key differences you mentioned is that your parents weren't like way into it. They, they yeah. loved it because you loved it. And like they did it for you as well. But like and my parents were like way into it. My dad and my brother and I always watched football growing up. And so right. we were into it more. And they wanted to have like socialize my mom loved socializing and hanging out with people so
1: mom i could never guess that never guess guess guess. that she loves
0: socializing (laughs) so it was like i don't know there's a lot of reason for it and um at that time too like one one difference is my dad was in like corporate america your dad's in academia and so probably not as popular in academia for that to be like the dean or the provost or the (laughs) president of the college has a big party super bowl party for everybody like that i don't know if that happens or not hey remember if you live in academia don't bet on it Don't
1: bet on it. Don't bet on it. Penn (laughs) State.
0: We are. Um, So, yeah, they probably maybe not as much of that in that profession. Whereas my dad was like in sales and that's like a competitive, you know, they're all right. Competitive field anyway. All into that kind of stuff anyway. So, um, yeah, I I do remember. I remember the early, early 90s or 1990. I mean, I remember that early going to these parties and having a good having a good old time. The kids would like we bounce in and out, obviously. Oh, obviously. You're not just sitting there watching the whole game. You can sit there and watch a full football game at five years old. Um, but the commercials were great. I always remember, personally, and especially growing up outside of St. Louis, Anheuser-Busch commercials with the Clydesdales oh yep. couldn't be beat. And they still, to this day, cannot be beat. For me, yeah. you get choked up. It's a weird phenomenon. You get choked <laughs> up and those damn horses get on the screen. Those They're so freaking majestic.
1: Or when the dog is trying to be one of the horses. There's like, a, oh! Yeah, there's a
0: Dalmatian is trying to be a Clydesdale. <laughs>
1: So they are the damn down like, like you an an every time
0: wagon fire truck like come on.
1: <laughs> True for me, it was always the Doritos commercials. I just thought like those were always the best.
0: These were always some of the funniest. Doritos yeah. crushed it. Skittles was good for a while, then they got super weird. And then of course, um, so, yeah, it always Doritos come. always has really good ones. The beer commercials would always step up and be good, but
1: that I feel like that's more of a more recent thing. I could be wrong. I mean, you had your classic Budweiser ones, like you had Budweiser Amazon and Bud Boys. Light.
0: You had the Budweiser frogs.
1: That's, that's right. That was a Super Bowl thing, wasn't it?
0: Yes. And then you had the Bud Bowl at halftime. I don't yes. know if you remember that or not. You were probably remember. weren't watching the Super Bowl at that time. But as a five-year-old, I remember that. I remember these beer bottles are playing football. This is the best. Beer bottles playing football. <laughs> I'd rather watch this game, Dad. Yeah. Uh, Bud versus Bud Light. That was always fun. Then you had the Bud Knight, as of a few years ago. <laughs> Bud Knight was hilarious. Those commercials right. were great. Yep. But Those commercials I, were very good. That's right.
1: The Frogs were a Super Bowl. I forgot about that. They were classic, man. They were, they were classic. classic. They were. Yeah, but Doritos, I feel like, were always top. And you know they paid a premium when they were always in that first round of commercials? Like, if you were in that first... And Doritos was always there. Was like, yep, it's Doritos time.
0: And guess what? Doritos are still an amazing chip. Very popular to this day.
1: Fun fact. My favorite chip of my son. Or the favorite chip of my son. Um... One Nacho your cheese Doritos. Uh, he's actually a cool ranch guy. Oh, I love the cool ranch. He's a cool ranch guy. Actually, yeah. our neighbor was very nice, and for his birthday, just brought over a little gift. And so uh he had like a card and actually gave him like a couple bucks to uh target, but also just it was a giant gift bag. I was like, Why is it so big? Two big old bags of Doritos. <laughs> he's like, Yeah, yes, best present I received.
0: That's amazing. Yes, that is spectacular. I used to love Cool Ranch Doritos, still do, and in fact, the taco that Taco Bell makes, the Cool Ranch Dorito tacos, tacos,
1: the Doritos tacos, Locos. Come on,
0: Doritos los los tacos or whatever. Yes,
1: Locos tacos. Yes, amazing. Although I think in that form, I think the nacho cheese is better as a taco.
0: The Cool Ranch. I think they're equally good. Yeah, it's it's a very good taco. They're both very good tacos. They're both very good. They also have like a flaming hot. I think. Whoa, like a Cheeto or like flaming hot Dorito. Flaming Doritos. Oh okay, yeah. Excuse so me. I remember that in the first half. The second half is when. So then that guy ended up selling the company, oh, and man. and like moved away for a while. Like moved down to Florida, and he bounced back and forth. But like he didn't host the Super Bowl thing anymore. And so we latched on with another crew, and I was old enough at that point to start participating in Super Bowl squares. That oh, was the man. next like big memory I remember. Is Super Bowl squares were always fun, and th- and that one the kids would be downstairs rollerblading or <laughs> playing video games or was, how big was this downstairs that they were rollerblading inside? It was a concrete unfinished downstairs, but still how it was big? I mean... big, I mean, it's probably, I don't, I don't know. 3000 maybe... square feet just in the basement. <laughs> no, maybe 800. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't as big as it sounds like it would need to be, to be rollerblading. It was like a, it was like a 10 foot by eight foot. Rectangle of concrete down there that you could, and there was like a a foundational pole in the middle, and you could like you could like go real fast and then grab the pole yeah, and just, spin around it yeah. so you didn't go flying into the wall.
1: I mean, those are some tight quarters. That was it. <laughs> if it's ten by eight, actually, that's that's not that big.
0: It's not that big. It's not that big. It was enough to it was enough to just to dick around and rollerblades though. True. So we would do that for a while, and we'd play video games and stuff, and then we'd watch some of the football and the commercials and halftime and whatever. You know, so that was like the second half, and that was that was from more like late elementary to high school
1: okay so that was a long-standing one pretty good
0: yeah that was still the one my parents would always go to that one every year until they moved out of the out of greenville our, our hometown wow
1: all right uh so now kind of flash forwarding a little bit to uh post college at least for me it was rough because you know being with uh collegiate basketball teams the Super Bowl always fell in the middle of the season, and half the times or three quarters of the times, I'm on the road, yeah. like, for an away game. So I explicitly remember there were uh, when the Giant when the Patriots were playing the Giants for the second time. Uh, we were on the road, and so I set. I had a DVR, and I was like, "I'm going to record it." And then we were on the road. We we're playing at Minnesota. The game was, it was a a late afternoon game. So I was like, "Okay, you know, we'll be done." We're an hour behind though in Minnesota. So that kind of sucks. But if I just turn off my phone, like I'll be on a plane. So I'll turn off my phone. Then it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And so like literally we're on the bus after the game. And I just have my hood up. I have like headphones in just so I don't hear people. Cause you know, the game had started already. Yeah. So I was like, no, nope, I don't want to hear a thing. And I was doing pretty dang good. We pull up to the airport and I'm getting up out of my seat. And I just pulled it out. Cause I think our head coach was saying something. And then, the bus driver was listening to it on the radio and had it blasting. He's like, and the Patriots are losing. I'm like, son of the... a <laughs> damn it. <laughs> so, but after that, I was able to make it home. Um, and then to watch that debacle until 4 a.m. was great. Just great. <laughs> perfect season Perfect Was that the, that was 18 and one? No, that was not the perfect season. That was the second time we faced the Giants. Mario Manningham on the sideline. That's right. Okay. Yes. So the perfect season was David Tyree. That was David Tyree. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, that was, that was rough in the sense that, you know, even when the pages weren't in it, it's still kind of a bummer that, you know, that was,
0: you know, one of the social events and yeah, for sure on, the road, on a bus or a plane or whatever it was. Yeah. That kind of sucks. That sucks. We started, um, and as, as I've talked about on here and as I've told you a lot of times after college, I just started doing this thing where my brother and I go to my parents' house True. and just the three of us, my dad, my brother and I watch, my mom watches some too. And she's, In and out, you know, she's either working up a killer appetizer sampler combo a vegan option with vegan options. I mean, just the the works, the works. She's either doing that or she's down watching with us. And um, so we started doing that for the last several years and then recently even started bringing our sons into it as well. It's been really cool, like family thing, but it's not you know, you're not socializing with friends like a lot of Super Bowl situations. And I don't I don't miss that because I've got, you know, my dad, my brother. So it's True. We have we have our own fun. And my brother and I are like we're on the betting sites before we get because like you can bet now in Illinois but not in Missouri. Uh. And so we had to place we used to, have to place bets in Tennessee on DraftKings or whatever, and then drive, and then you you can't change them. You you can find out if you want wow. or not, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> now we can like all the way up until the border, we're like, Okay, I'm gonna make it I gotta stop at the gas station real quick, and you're like okay, that's my last parlay. How uh, how far bet. are
1: your parents' house from the border?
0: Ah, they're like forty-five minutes. Thirty to forty five like minutes. Saying so
1: you, there's a chance. You could <laughs> drive
0: through St. Louis to go make a bet day of, <laughs> but probably not gonna do that. Probably not gonna do it. So, okay. but unfortunately, in that case, though, you you your bets are made, you're already done. So, like there's no like lead up to the game on Sunday. We're not like talking about the bets all that much. We just talk about what we've already made. True. Sure. My brother had a he was using Bavada, which is like a from Germany or somewhere somewhere in Europe. And in that one, you could still bet it day of because it was not regulated by the US at all. <laughs>
1: There's no governing. For body. a
0: long time, we would do that. And then we'd, we'd be making bets like during the game, even. Okay. Um, but yeah, Missouri needs to, Missouri has like, you can gamble on the Mississippi River. They have riverboats. Well, that's like, casinos. that's like no man's land. That's, that's exactly right. And there are boat. casinos now that are like next to the river that also are fine. I don't know. I don't know. Haven't you seen Ozark? Yeah, I've seen Ozark. Great show. Great show. Great show.
1: Well, I know it's... Well, okay, sorry. Rewinding a little bit to the commercials. I know you weren't a Breaking Bad fan, but they're actually coming out with a Breaking Bad commercial for Popcorners of all these products. It's Popcorners. Really? Yeah. They actually released it online already. It's actually pretty good. Yeah? <laughs> it's pretty good. All
0: right. Popcorners. How do we feel about halftime shows? Um, indifferent.
1: I mean... Any memorable halftime shows that you're... Not really... Uh, well i mean there's always the infamous one i do remember that one explicitly uh the justin timberlake and jana jackson yeah but other than that i mean i guess the one the and this is not just because it was the patriots and the versus the rams it was you know the 2001 super bowl like bono came on it was you know it was a tribute to 9-11 um so that was pretty good that was pretty memorable right there um well, I guess I don't, this wasn't halftime, or, or was it when the Ravens and the Niners were playing and the lights went out for an hour? Was yeah. that halftime, or was that just... I can't remember when. That was
0: later. right... It was like the beginning of the third quarter? It was, it was a right after halftime or right before it. I think because it was right
1: after. Because Ravens, the Ravens were destroying the Niners, and then the outage happens, and then the Niners came storming back. Uh, didn't end up doing it, but it was
0: close. Yeah, so, that was wild. That was the Harbo. 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 <laughs> yeah. Our oh, ball brothers, and now we've got the Kelsey brothers. Yeah, true. Did uh, Mama
1: Kelsey get approved to
0: flip the coin or what? I don't know. I don't know. I know that position was out there. Mm. I'm not sure. Yeah, that'd be and pretty cool should. they did that. They should do that. They should do that. They probably will. She'll be, she'll do something That's She'll true. be honored in some way. <laughs> she'll be honored for having and for this lady time, who who birthed two <laughs> Super Bowl players, <laughs> one, one certain champion. <laughs> That's true. Ronde Barber and Tiki
1: Barber could never have played each other in a Super Bowl. Yeah. Ronde Barber got one, though. The
0: McCordys played together. They did
1: play together, not opposing. Yeah. Yeah. Can't think of any other brothers right now. I Up can't think of any head. brothers. Oh, what about the Bennett brothers? Uh, Martellus? Martellus?
0: I don't think yeah. Martellus ever played a Super Bowl, did he? Yeah,
1: he won with, with, with the Patriots. Oh, no. Sorry. I'm thinking of Michael. Michael won. Wait. No. Martellus won with the Patriots. Michael never won. Or he might have won, but they didn't play against each other. That's it.
0: (laughs) That's it. That's
1: it. The the tight end win it. One with the Patriots. I don't remember about the other one.
0: Yeah. The Watt brothers. There's a lot of brothers in the league, but... Yeah. yeah. The Watt brothers. The Bosa
1: brothers. Mm -hmm. They could have done it this year, but they blew it.
0: They both blew it. Both in the playoffs. True.
1: So, yeah. yeah super bowl man um so i guess now i do kind of want to get like my kids more involved like brady especially and i was actually looking back in an old facebook memory you know so he was born four days or three or four days just before the super bowl that's right so i remember that explicitly because that was also the Falcons super bowl that's right and i was like oh my god this is terrible i was gonna change his name yeah because... he's going
0: his name is gonna be Matty matt ryan
1: <laughs> matt ryan, matt matt ryan, ryan Gale Gale Band. Band. <laughs> so uh but then so then he's won and the patriots are in the super bowl again against the eagles and actually his smash cake was again shout out to deanne because she this is a friend in pennsylvania she was spectacular making these extravagant shaped cakes she made one of an entire football stadium with the logos on each side like all the players were <clears throat> were individual pieces or excuse me, all the fans were individual pieces of sprinkles like those circle. I, it was spectacular. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but I remember that because obviously we lost. Uh, that sucked. And then the next year we play the Rams. So the first three years of his life, all he knew was Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. I'm like you are spoiled. You son of a bee. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting. True.
0: True. Yeah, that's, that's funny. He's, he's like, why isn't Tom Brady in here this year? Yeah, like
1: I thought that was just a thing. I, again, the NFL script writers have, have to create a new narrative. That That's
0: right. Got. His retirement really caught them off guard. The 45 year old retiring from the NFL <laughs> caught them off guard.
1: So, yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be pumped to kind of get the kids more involved in it just because it's just fun. Even if they don't understand what the heck's going on, it's just an event. This is just like one of the sporting events that encompasses everybody.
0: I remember one. I'm going now, I'm looking through the different ones to so remember where I was <laughs> when I watched each one of them. And, um, I remember watching the new Orleans, Indianapolis, it was, it was drew breeze the year that breeze won. I was watching with my brother who went to Purdue and just the two of us and we were in his home. I think this one was probably one of his Louisville houses and, um, This is the first time we'd ever had, and so like we're this 2010, so like pretty prime drinking age, like right out of college, like still going pretty hard. Didn't have kids, um, so you know I was ready to rock. I was ready to rock. i was ready to go. We got that like Miller Lite 55 or something. There was like a 55 calorie beer, and we got like a 30 block of it, and absolutely crushed it during the game, and and had no no effect. (laughs) This beer is like half percent alcohol <laughs> <laughs> so low low gravity alcohol uh, i remember watching that whole game we just stacking freaking stacking the whole thing up uh, yes. on the table in front of us and we, were, we were stoked obviously because the saints won
1: i remember with that too Bowl, i think i was actually at uh, my friend bill Ferrar's house we had some uh, you know he had a coach. party going on coach bill uh go Florida state and um I remember one of the prop bets being how many times they're either going to show Eli Manning or just mention the Manning family, because obviously Peyton's playing Archie and the the Saints. Yeah. Yeah. So I I forget what the number was, but it was like over under 30 times. (laughs) I think it was pretty close.
0: It was pretty close. Yep. Yep. That was Archie. Yeah. Uh, I remember watching Carolina. When was uh I guess the
1: Patriots? That was like net- oh4 Yeah. Oh, are you talking about or are you talking about Carolina and Denver? 0-4. four. I'm talking about
0: Carolina 04. Well, that was in the that was at school, man. Yep, we were at Wake. I remember watching that at my cousin's house. They were they well, they went to UNC. They lived in Winston St. Oh, so we okay. were all rooting for the uh for the Panthers. I remember watching in the lounge, man. I was the
1: only one rooting for the Patriots. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That makes sense. Everyone was going Jake Delome, he's
0: so good. Jake Delome.
1: They almost won that though. They were winning at one point late in the game.
0: It's pretty. Scary, Steve yeah. Smith. Yep. Yeah. What was that? Uh, how about Indy Chicago when when Rex Rex Grossman makes.
1: <laughs> oh God. Yeah, Rex Grossman, a starting quarterback for the Super Bowl. They should yeah. have played. Uh, that was a rainy one too, right? That was, was in Miami. Yeah. So how about I saw an image. Speaking of that Super Bowl when um, the Patriots played the Eagles. So it was the image of AFC or the championship weekend, and it was a, a drawing, and it showed the four quarterbacks like as if they're walking towards the Super Bowl stadium. And it was Blake Bortles, Tom Brady, Keith Keenum, and Nick Foles. These are your four championship week quarterbacks who could be going to the Super Bowl. Oh my
0: god, I do remember when the Jaguars were good for a minute.
1: Yeah, that one year, like. And they almost like they played the Patriots well in that AFC championship game. And then that was the year Case Keenum came in uh, for the Vikings, had that miracle against the Saints. And um, yeah, no call. And then Nick Foles,
0: obviously. So, oh my gosh. Look at that quartet of quarterbacks. You think it would have been obvious who came out on top? You would have thought. You would have thought. BDN. BDN. (laughs) That'd have been some good ones, man.
1: Yeah, it's Super Bowl is yeah. great. I just and honestly, I, and I know I am very spoiled that I had a lot. And like my team was one six, we've been in ten. Like I've been very spoiled in that sense. But honestly, with the Super Bowl, it's just something that it for me now, and maybe just because I'm done, I've had enough championships. Like I just love the event. I just love the the whole aura around it. As long as it's like a good game, like because yeah. like how crappy was that Ravens Giants? It's like, oh my God, it was like 40 to seven or something. Well, like.
0: I was just looking at the Seattle Denver 43 to eight. You that was brutal, too. Seattle won theirs and they just got up and just throttled the Broncos. Yeah. I,
1: yeah. Legion of Boom. Yeah. That's that all was- you kind of hope for. It's just like a good game that's exciting. And I know people were kind of down on the Patriots Rams of the recent one where it was like 13 to three just because it wasn't, but it was close. And like for me watching it as a Patriots fan, that was one of the most stressful ones just because like, are we going to do anything? Is anything going to happen? Or are we just playing defense this whole time? Well,
0: yeah, one play could break the whole game open.
1: Right. And honestly, that what it was. I remember that explicitly. It was the uh, pass to Gronkowski. It wasn't for a touchdown or anything, but it was like a 25-yard gain to get them within, like, the 10. And that was, like, the biggest play of the game. That was the like,
0: big play. And he's the MVP. <laughs> he <fought> that one <laughs> pass that was really long. <laughs> one
1: mediocre pass that made it. But it was actually a beautiful pass. He threaded the needle.
0: But... Uh, I- our son took his first steps in the um Patriots Seahawks, the game that the Seahawks should have won when they, they should the interception won. at the end. Yeah. He took his first steps during that Super Bowl. I'll never forget that. Wow, that's cool. Yep. Okay. Okay. That's my,
1: pretty cool. I see ya. Uh so yeah. I just, at this point I just want I want a good game where it's just like exciting and it, again, it just builds up everyone around you too. It's just like even for people who don't care, it's like, oh crap, it's close. What could happen? Uh so yeah. Do you have a dog in this fight? Do you prefer one team over the other? Uh,
0: I don't have a dog in this fight. I will say, so due to some other things going on, we're going to end up hosting the Super Bowl here this year. We're not going to be able oh. to go to St. Louis. Okay. Um, but, but St. Louis has adopted the Chiefs now that the Rams are gone. Okay. They've they... in on, on the Chiefs. Which oh, is I only, guess they not too far. Like a two hours away from St. Louis, you know? Yeah. And so they're all Chiefs fans now. So that they're going to be rooting for the Chiefs. Um. I like Jalen. Obviously, I've made that pretty clear. Yes. So I'm I'm indifferent as far as who wins. Right. I think I would like to see Jalen win. Um, and that, I just think the Chiefs are going to be there. They've already won one. They've been in two. Like, they're going to be there. Uh, I think it'd be cool to see the Eagles win. But um, I'm not going to be disappointed if the Chiefs pull it off.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, I'm kind of the same way, but I'm I'm leaning more Eagles just mainly selfishly again because I don't want Mahomes to be able to reach Brady's uh, records and milestones. And I'm nervous that he may just five straight AFC championship games, two three Super Bowls. Uh yeah, a little nervous that he's gonna be the guy to do it. So I kind of don't want to see him win. But again, all I hope for right now is a good game. And if the Chiefs end up winning, I'll like that's fine. I'm not gonna be like, no. Uh Mainly, I want a good game, and if the Eagles could win it, I'm happy with that.
0: I uh, cue the uh, text message I get as the confetti comes down on Mahomes after he throws a game-winning touchdown. No! (laughs) You'll never be Brady. You'll never be Brady.
1: You'll never be him. Who was the last guy to keep you out of the Super Bowls? Brady. Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
0: I'm going to name my dog Mahomes. That's what I think of you.
1: (laughs) Every time my dog goes number two, he just took a Mahomes. (laughs) Actually, it'd be more like, although now we say, uh, my again, my son was big into Mario, the Mario Brothers video game. Great. So um, Mario's number one, Luigi's number two. So now our, our common thing, does Ember the dog have to take a Mario or a Luigi? <laughs> it's a Luigi. It's a Luigi time. He's got a Luigi. It's Luigi time.
0: <laughs> Luigi time.
1: Yes. So that is in our household. You taking That's a funny. Luigi or you, you just going to Mario? <laughs> or it's Luigi.
0: Does Ember <laughs> understand? Is he like... Luigi, I got I got Luigi. <laughs> Luigi. Give me the L. Let's go. <laughs> Just... all right. So, yes. All right. This is a fun trip down memory lane. On Thursday, yeah. we're going to preview the game. We're going to have some prop bets again. We're going to have our predictions and all of the good things. But um, that's all for today on Super Bowl. We need yeah. to talk about our league winning rosters from the beginning of the year because they were epically average. <laughs> epically average. We had some good um, picks and some with ter- some good with some good picks. Obviously you can't you can't control injuries, right? And yeah. so the expectation is you're able to pivot around injuries and you're able to pivot when someone like Russell Wilson doesn't play very well. But
1: looking at my roster, my bench I definitely would have pivoted a lot. My bench was good. Your um, bench was really
0: good. It was mine crazy. was definitely a Hit it or complete bomb. (laughs) Uh, Your bench was rock solid. I will give you that credit for sure. Uh, And I will, spoiler alert, I will say your team outperformed mine um, by the end of the season. But let's go through a few of these players and talk about uh, how that happened. Yeah. So uh,
1: I guess I'll start with my squad. So at the quarterback position, I had one Matthew Stafford, who, you know, I thought coming in, you know, obviously had a great year the year before. I thought adding Allen Robinson was only going to enhance it. Obviously, it was OBJ, but I thought Allen Robinson could step right in. I uh, figured Cam mm-hmm. Akers was going to be the guy. The offense was not going to s- skip a beat. Woof. So that was way off. Was Maybe incorrect. the elbow was worse than we thought coming into the season. I think that yeah. definitely played a part. He never found Allen Robinson. Uh, just never. Nor did
0: anyone for that matter. But yeah.
1: Just did not hook up with him. So he ended up with uh, just under 2,100 yards. Again, he, his, his season was cut short. Uh, 2,100 yards, 10 touchdowns, eight interceptions, 139 fancy points, which sat him at QB number 34. <laughs> so
0: I had him as 33, but either way, he's just outside all of the other starting quarterbacks. Uh, yes, yeah, so, and, and obviously at least one backup.
1: Yes. So that was unfortunate. Uh, so then I, I guess I'll jump to my bench. So who would have replaced him on my bench? I had Tua, which ended up being pretty solid, save for the brain scrambling and, and also missing a few games. But, you know, he ended up with 3,500 yards, 25 touchdowns, 80 interceptions, 292 points, which had him at quarterback 14. So that was all right.
0: Yeah, uh, he missed four games. Um, so not too bad. This, I, this one thing that kind of skewed this a little bit was well, you experience. had a chance to replace him right. because you took two quarterbacks. At the same time, my quarterback didn't miss as many games as either of those guys. So not like an excuse, but that was a good play um, on your end. Um, you nailed it with running back. I I will say this was your strength, whereas I think my strength was definitely receiver, yours was running back. You took Eckler, which is being RB1. Because
1: I was thinking going from like I was, I think I was saying I was drafting from the four or the five spot, and so I took Eckler, and yeah, he was running back one on the season, 380 points. I mean, he was a stud, so I mean, I I hit that one, you know, 915 rush yards, 13 touchdowns, 722 receiving yards, hit on that one. Too many stats. Uh, yeah, my next guy, DeAndre Swift. You know, he yep. again, he also missed time as expected. He still ended up pretty solid considering the amount of time he missed. You know, five hundred forty-two rush yards, five touchdowns, three hundred eighty-nine receiving yards, one hundred ninety-two points. It put him at running back twenty-one. Which again, if you're you're drafting in a ten to twelve team league, that's not terrible to be your two or, or a flex. But uh, obviously, the the injuries, I should have thought about that a little bit more. So that's all right. Uh, he did okay.
0: The problem with him this year was that you got a lot of those points in chunks in games, and True. then he disappear for a few games, and so yep. it
1: wasn't consistent. Correct, very correct. Uh, um, it however, you couldn't always
0: rely on. But. Yeah, you did. You did take on your first bench spot, Travis Etienne, which ended yes. up being a higher scoring running back than Swift.
1: Yeah, he was great. You know, he started off a little slow because the the question with James Robinson. Well, one, we didn't even think Robinson would be ready to play, but holy crap, he was a starter. Uh, But then once they shift off Robinson, because like, you know what? ETN is pretty good. Uh, 1100 rush yards, five touchdowns, sixteen receiving yards, you know, ended up with 216 points. He was running back 17 on the year. So I was happy with that to have ETN. Uh, I also had on my bench as running backs, Damian Pierce. And I know he missed the last three or so games. Uh, He had a good rookie year, even with the lowly Texans, 939 rush yards, four touchdowns. Hundred and sixty receiving yards, hundred seventy-two points. He was running back twenty-six, and that's missing the last three or four games. So, so that's
0: four running backs in the top twenty-six, which is pretty killer, uh, yeah. especially if you're in a ten or twelve-team league. Um, and um, we assume ten on these on these drafts.
1: Yeah. And then my one dud of a running back was Damien Harris. He just was hurt all year, and then obviously the emergence of Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, he ended up at running back forty-eight with you know four hundred something yards. Blah blah blah. So uh, yeah. But I mean, for the other four, I was happy with that very happy. Yeah. With
0: that. And the assumption is you would have mixed and matched them based on matchups right. and bye weeks and all that kind of stuff and Flexes and, and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, injuries through injuries and all that. So ultimately, it's tough to calculate. We weren't going to deep dive enough to calculate no. exactly how many points you'd play if you had optimal lineup each right. week. We just kind of put together your overall optimal overall lineup, best lineup. And and what we got there so the receivers then, were a little bit of a struggle for you.
1: Receivers were my struggle part. I and mean, once again, my bench receivers were better than my starting projected starting receivers. Cause yeah. uh, I went with Keenan Allen and here's the deal. When he was healthy and playing, he was good. He was like, great. He yeah. was great. Uh, it's just, he was not healthy and playing. Uh, he ended up with 752 receiving yards on 66 receptions, four touchdowns, 168 points. You know, that puts him a wide receiver 40, but he missed seven games. So yeah. that, that you can't have that.
0: Yeah, in 10 uh, games, get 168 points, 17 a clip. That's top 10, 15 receiver. Exactly. Yeah. But got to stay healthy.
1: Uh, already mentioned this dud, Alan Robinson. Again, I thought, does he and Stafford were going to, you know, with the focus potentially being on Cooper Cup, I thought Alan Robinson could step right in. But he did not. He only played a few games anyway, sucked anyway when he was playing. Only ended up with 340 yards, three touchdowns, wide receiver. All I put was, who cares? He sucked. Uh, I think you put him at 85. which 85.
0: Um, I looked right it up. Yep.
1: <laughs> which sounds about right. Uh, but then on my bench, I did have Juju, who ended up being a very solid receiver. You know, he had 78 receptions for nine hundred, just under 1,000 yards, a uh, few touchdowns, and um, wide receiver 26, which, again, if that was supposed to be my first bench wide receiver, I'll take that. Uh, and then my other bench guy was Chris Godwin. You know, at first, he was falling down because we, no one was sure if he was going to be ready for the beginning of the season. Ends up he was, but then got hurt. Yeah, uh, uh, he had a ended up with a relatively solid year. A little low on the touchdowns. Had a thousand yards, three touchdowns, hundred and four receptions. He ended up with wide receiver seventeen. So again, that was potentially my second bench wide receiver. I was happy with that. So honestly, yeah. my bench receivers would be my starters. Yeah. Uh, oh, I missed. I forgot about uh, Cortland Sutton. I, I a hot name again with your Russell Wilson thing. The Broncos' offense is going to take off and he started out hot. He started out pretty, pretty well.
0: all the season, he looked smart and then he kind of just completely disappeared. Just disappeared. Uh,
1: 829 yards, two touchdowns, 160 points, wide receiver 43. So yes, my bench wide receivers were better than my starters. Yep. Um, for my tight end, Dalton Schultz, he missed a couple games. He was kind of had a nagging injury throughout the year and then, you know, with Dak gone to had some issues there, but tight end Not 11 valid. He had 577 yards, five touchdowns, 145 points. It's just not terrible in the tight end. will take that.
0: Yeah, the great when he played, end. he was the top five tight end. Yeah, really. So you're happy with that?
1: Exactly. So that's that's my squad. So if you look at my, my my starting lineup, would have been based on everyone's results. It would have been my quarterback was Tua, running back Eckler, running back one was Eckler, running back two with Etn, wide receiver one Godwin. My receiver two, Juju, tight end Schultz. And my flex probably would have been DeAndre Swift. Maybe mixed again a little bit of Damian Pierce, but we stick with Swift. So that ended up with me getting about 1,645 points.
0: Yeah, and that's including some missed time from Tua, from Godwin, from Schultz Yep, that you obviously could have filled in somewhere. But those guys, these are your top scoring players in each position. Yeah. Um, What I found really interesting and, you know, not to be – a hypocrite because you're going to hear the same line from me. (laughs) This team scored more points than your team did in the Yahoo league. And the Yahoo league had an additional wide receiver slot. (laughs) (laughs) So these guys, if you'd have been able to draft this exact team in that league, which ended up being a 12 team league. So it's a little bit tougher, but there's an initial position per roster. And um, they outscored your team by 120 points. It wasn't even that close. No, it wasn't. There that could have been a league-winning roster in our league. It would have been, I think. It would have been a league-winning roster in that league because you throw in another receiver, and yeah, you've been right up there. Yep. Okay, let's get to my crap fest Your here. <laughs> so I don't have all the stats, and I'm kind of glad because I got a little cross. <laughs> but I do have uh, where they finished and how many points they had. So I had Russell Wilson. I didn't back him up, so I had to stick with him all year long. He finished his QB 17, which is actually better than I thought. Right. Given how bad he was. He had 267 points. Um, whatever so you, you swing and you miss on that in the real league i was able midseason. people like jared goff trevor lawrence who we had a great do it bet with those uh, two. i
1: picked trevor jared eh, i picked jared goff up after week three so he would not have been available
0: just okay again. well maybe after russell was That's sucking good. he would have been but i also took <laughs> justin fields and trevor lawrence who both finished better than jared goff and they were both available most I'm of the season giving you crap shut man, your mouth man, shut jared your mouth goff my turn off shut field. up your team sucks off the board you missed the playoffs all right, and running back what one, I think Aaron Jones. So I think I was drafting. Um, he was actually in my second round because I took a, I took a wide receiver in the first round here. I think I had like the sixth slot. I think was what I was looking at. Yeah. So Aaron Jones was the first running back that I took. He finished his RB seven, which is exactly where you would have thought. Two hundred and sixty points. You'll take that. Um, my my second running back on my league winning roster, Javante Williams. I mean, immediately gone for the season. So that yeah. kills you. That that really hurts. That hurts. Um, Trying to replace someone who's a second or third round draft pick is tough. Uh, however, wide receiver one, first pick in the in my draft was Justin Jefferson, yep. who ended up as the wide receiver one on the season. 378 points, a nearly historic year, absolutely crushed it. And that carried my team as far as it as it got in in the first place. Uh the second receiver on my team was Mike Williams, who was in and out of the lineup a lot, missed four games. Uh, he was up and down. Very typical Mike Williams. Everyone kept saying this is the year he's going to be more consistent. And if he'd been consistent, he'd been a monster. And it was exactly what we always see from him. Yep. Some big games, disappearing act. I don't know what it is, but he's boom or bust. He ended up as wide receiver 31. Uh, he had 180 points, but again, missed four games. So injuries are always a risk for him too. Um, tied in for me, Kyle Pitts. And this is the biggest wish he had that one back. I was all in on this guy. I took him in the third round, I think in this draft, maybe fourth. And... <clears throat> he finished his tight end 34. He got injured midway through the season. He missed probably four or five games, but he was so, so terrible. I had him on my real team. I went all in on him on a couple teams. He was so, so bad. I dropped him mid season and I felt like I can't leave him dropping Kyle Pitts. but it was just like, had I don't to. care what his name is. He yeah. is so bad. I cannot to. play him. Um, I still fully believe in this guy's talent, but I don't know what they were doing in Atlanta. Would love to see him on a team that knew how to use a tight end. Anyway, <laughs> tight end 34, 75 points. That killed me because I didn't take another tight end in my, in my lineup. Who takes two tight ends? Not many people. So I had a flex <laughs> in this lineup of AJ Dylan, who was also super duper high on. I expected that he and Aaron Jones could both finish his top 15 running backs. Jones did. Dylan did not. He finished his RB 27. A lot of those points came at the end of the year. He had 167 points was okay for a flex, but not good for an RB2. Yeah. Um, however, on my bench, I had Amon Ross St. Brown, who was an absolute beast, and he finished his wide receiver seven. I would slot him up to my starting lineup in this case. He had a 271 points, uh, killer year for him. I think he's a set it and forget it top 12 wide receiver going forward. You know, oh, yeah. I took a swing on Rashad Bateman. I really like his game. Um, but he got hurt early too and missed a ton of time. He finished wide receiver 110, but he only played six games. <laughs> six games. Um, he was he was uh, right around nine or 10 points a game when he was playing. I don't think that offense ever got clicking this year, and, and even Mark Andrews had a way down second half of the year. So yeah. they had a lot of work to do um, there. I still believe in his talent as well, but you got to stay healthy. And so um, nothing you can say there. Someone I was hoping would be a nice flex for me down the road, Kareem Hunt. Really weird year for him. I drafted him in a couple leagues. All of a sudden, the team that was like a two headed rushing attack and he was like the receiving back and they both yeah. would get touchdowns, he disappeared. I mean, he's RB 40, I mean, 127 points. Nick Chubb
1: did have a spectacular year. It's like he had a great start too. So they're maybe just thinking, I mean, he's doing awesome, feed him, but I, there was something off about Hunt this year and his usage. I mean, the Browns were a crap show. Um, so that was disappointing to see
0: how he, he I just, I, I don't, I don't know what that was all about, but. Swing and a miss on that one uh, DeAndre Hopkins I stashed away knowing he was going to miss Six games he finished his wide receiver 46 despite missing six There's games Getting a lot of points out of him when he was there uh, 155 points he played I guess 11 games maybe 10 And so about 15 He, did,
1: he still missed one or two Actually
0: so, so yeah you're t- you're talking 15-16 points a game when he's playing Just like Keenan Allen I yep. mean, that's, that's elite wide receiver territory but he just wasn't healthy All season or wasn't able to play I went with Michael Carter, thinking that he would be the guy, not realizing that Brees Hall was going to take over, not realizing they would trade for James Robinson, (laughs) um, thinking that Michael Carter would get a shot here in in New York. And he kind of did. I mean, he finished his running back 39, which is fine for your bench, uh, 128 points. But he was in and out of the lineup, being healthy, not healthy. And then they were mixing all kinds of other people in there, including Bam Knight at the end of the season. Yeah, what was happening? They clearly don't think he's going to be there. Their RB1. so Well, it's clearly Brees, but yeah. That's disappointing. And then Kadarius Tony, who, again, could never stay healthy, certainly wasn't healthy for the Giants. Um, I'm just in love with this guy's talent, but it's the same story all over. He's, he's Percy Harvin. I mean, it's the same same idea We're just like, when he plays, you're probably going to get some good points. He's not going to play that much. He finished his right. wide receiver 106. He played nine <laughs> games. Um, I'm not even sure. I mean, he probably finished six, five, I don't know, four maybe. I mean, every time he played, he was leaving. He was leaving injured early, so yeah. um, he didn't get a lot out of him. So he didn't turn out to be that much. He'll probably be an absolute monster with Kansas City, but they can get him clicking, man. Yikes! Yeah, doesn't really matter at this point. So uh, I was worried this was going to be an absolute devastating, terrible lineup. It ended up not well, being that bad. I was I was really. by a couple of guys. Yeah. They so really my lineup that bad. My lineup ends up being Russell Wilson. RB1, Aaron Jones. RB2 for me, my second best running back, still was A.J. Dillon, <laughs> <laughs> which is disappointing because he was RB27, but crushed it with the receivers. I had yeah. wide receiver one, Justin Jefferson, wide receiver seven, Amon Ross St. Brown, and then Mike Williams ended up being my flex at wide receiver 31, so did pretty well there. Uh, tight end killed me. Kyle Pitts played 10 games. He finished uh, tight end 34. As I mentioned, I ended up with 1,600 points, about 44 less than you, and you can say all of those, and then some were made up in the tight end. You had 70 more points at tight end than I did, and so yeah. just that alone would have been enough if I'd have been able to find a better tight end than Pitts. Um, so obviously, prefer- both of us missed some time in these optimal lineups, right? But, I mean, there's it's still equal. a lot of I mean, it's equally shared, it's not like I had yeah. any work than you did, right?
1: No, yeah, I mean, we both experienced injuries and whiffs and all that, but still, I mean. These could potentially really yeah. be league-winning rosters. I mean, if, with these optimal lineups, because, I mean, if you were going to tell me at the end of the year, I would have a starting lineup of Austin Eckler, Travis Etienne, Chris Godwin, Juju, the John Dre switch my spikes, and Dalton Schultz, I'd be like, yes, please. Like, that's a playoff team right there, if not in the championship. And for you to have, I mean uh, – Aaron Jones, yeah, Justin Aaron Jones, Wilson, Justin Wilson, Ra. Amon Ra. Like
0: those three right there, you know, you've got to have more than that, but huge hitters. So and DeAndre Hopkins, you know, by the second half of the season. Yep. Um, So, I mean, again, these while we
1: did have a lot of whiffs, there are also some gold in here that would these are both playoff teams. Potential championship caliber. Potential.
0: Yeah, because you, what you do is you re, you know, for instance, I replaced Russell Wilson with someone like Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence, and all of a sudden they're a top 10 quarterback. You replace Kyle Pitts with literally anybody. <laughs> I mean, I, and I did this this year. I was like flipping guys throughout the season. I ended up with David right. Joku for a while, when he was hot. Like, I had all kinds of different guys I was plugging in here. Um, but there were options. You know, there were options tied in to get you five to 10 points every week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, interesting, though. It's yeah.
1: very interesting. And I still think we did relatively well, even though first glance you're like, "Good God!" Uh, <laughs> I still think we did all right, man. Not so too bad. Not, Not too bad. Too
0: bad. Not too, Not bad. too bad. I'll remember next year. I'm going to draft two quarterbacks and two tight ends, so I just make sure I've got enough. <laughs> <do> <laughs>
1: just, that. just for this purpose alone, <laughs> <For> this
0: segment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but next just year
0: I'm taking Mahomes and Kelsey. One, two at the turn. That's it, uh, and yeah. then you're fine. Yeah.
1: I'm done. <laughs> no, that's what I. You just don't don't steal my my strategy now. Uh, Sneak you. So that was fun. Fun to go back and also scary to go back. God, Stafford and Robinson will haunt me for years. But <laughs> interesting to see back on our league winning rosters again. I still think they're good. The end product would have been good rosters and definitely playoff teams, if not final four teams. So still hold by it. I will. I will stand by this for both of our teams. Okay. Uh, so, yes, game's coming up in a few days. We will preview it, give you our picks, give you some prop bets for the actual game. Get hyped, get the belly ready. So until next time, keep on folding. Fold it.